any event. Any event. In any event. I love event. those little. Yeah. In any event. OJ, Professor OJ explaining <laughs> World War II to us. And this is because he watched TV. It's yeah. not like he, yeah. he didn't go to school. Study. In any event, hug your kids. <laughs> you never knew when some madman might stab. I mean, shoot them. You know, O.J. Simpson, historian, signing off to the world. For a race of people and for a religion. And we know what that led to. Yeah. What's amazing is when the war was over, how many Germans say they didn't know the atrocities were taking place? <laughs> I guess they were too blinded by the economy. Now in America, our economy is booming. Thank God. Love it. But what else is booming? Hatred. Ah. To me, anybody who's not speaking out loudly against the ideology that these people have that are committing these crimes are against the guns that are being used for the crimes. Yeah. If they're not against it, they must be for it. Hmm. Booming economy, hatred. Sounds familiar. Absolutely not. I'm just saying. Thank Take you, care. OJ. And that's the other thing. I'm just saying, always is the sign off. No one else had seen that. I stab all colors and creeds, Robin. You don't see me discriminating in my in my killing. A totally original thought. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. OJ is out golfing and tweeting when he should be in jail with his butthole bleeding. Hey, look out. OJ killed the mother of his kids, yet now he is free to live and tweet about dumb shit. Jesus, Jones. what OJ did. He stabbed Nicole with his knife. Yeah, remember Twitter world, guns don't kill people, I kill people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter world, holy moly, uh, he's something else. Is there anyone legitimately following him because they're a fan? Yeah, Fred. That's the only one. <laughs> they found one guy. He just loves OJ. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I should probably take a break. I was going to have the guys come in and do that little feature where we clean out the computer. But yeah. once again, you know, it's just me doing my thing and then we never get to it. Well, this is a problem. Yeah. They got some good stuff, the boys. I could bring them in or I could just sit there and... We got a problem. Play a goof, a goof on Benji, who was like on Facebook the other night doing one of those live... <laughs> Facebook Live? Yeah, he couldn't sleep. So instead of like, you know, when he can't sleep, write something for the show. He goes on Facebook Live and he broadcasts and it's the worst thing ever. Well, who pranked him? No one pranked him. I thought you said it was a prank on him. No, I, 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 we could just sit and goof on him. I oh, mean. I see. Yeah. Well, that's always fun. Well, that's what I mean. The prank's on us. <laughs> <laughs> He's so bad at it. He wants to be good at it. And it makes him look bad. It makes <laughs> me look bad. You're like, well, why'd you hire this guy? You want to hear that? I could have done underdog on Kyle. You know, on we Colin. still haven't gotten to underdog. Maybe I'll bring the guys in here when we'll all decide. Let me take okay. a quick break. We'll bring those that gang in and then we'll decide. We have many things to do. But first, George, 
This is George Takei. I'd just like to say I'm ever so pleased to hear that Ronnie the limo driver has embraced anal play. And Ronnie, if you love the silky textured feel of a huge rubber dong up your asshole, just wait till you try the real thing. There truly is no substitute for classic cock. It's the Howard Stern Show. Wow. I think if you had told Ronnie the limo driver that when he was a young man that one day George Takei would want to talk to him about dildos and cock. Classic, huh? Yeah, I don't think he would have believed it. Ah. Soft swinging. So steamy. Swing it, my man. You know what this song reminds me of? Our third annual Labor Day phony phonathon is happening. It does? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. It triggered me. Non-stop phony phone calls all Labor Day weekend on Howard 101. Can you imagine? Love hurts. Mm, love hurts. This is about when uh, Sal put the toothbrush up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. What was that? <laughs> I shoved the toothbrush up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it out of my mind for some reason. <laughs> What's that? Uh, cock? Jesus Christ, man. I wish I had that. <laughs> yes, Rich. Go ahead. You're on the air. This is uh, Rich Robin in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Hello. Uh, it sounded Hello. like you were soft swinging. <laughs> yes, Rich, what can I do for you? Soft swinging. What's going on? Actually, uh, I just want to tell you, well, first of all, I want to tell you, I would have dominated that that game because I used to be a DJ. My DJ, I was DJ Dickie Mags. I would have crushed that game. Well, first of all, let me tell you something, my friend. I, I've been a DJ for many, many years, and I couldn't crush yeah. that he game. He wasn't crushing. Yeah, but you don't have a da- you don't have a name DJ Dicky Mags. Oh boy! Come on. All right, what do you want, DJ Dicky? <laughs> That's right, Dicky Mags. So, so That's... let me tell you, Howard, real quick. I, I I wanted to ask you a question. I've been a huge fan a long time. Rick, uh, Ricky, you whatever be... your name is, DJ Ricky. Time's up. <laughs> time's up. Just ask. Uh, just I saw ask... you out. I saw you out in a restaurant one night uh-huh. having dinner. With and I know you hate when people come up to you. So I want to know. Uh, you were sitting with Rosie O'Donnell. Go ahead. Beth. Couple other people. This was a few years back. You in a restaurant? I don't want to name the restaurant, uh, but it was an Italian restaurant in Manhattan, in like a downstairs area. You probably all right. I know. Well, yeah. Why don't yeah, you tell right. us which table it was? <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Go ahead, right, Rich. So, 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 let me ask you: If that were to happen again, I know you hate when people come up to you. How should I approach you to introduce myself and say hello? Well, first That's of all, you did the, uh, Rich. You did the right thing. You didn't bother me. That's I right. didn't go to the restaurant to sit and talk to you. I had Get things, out of here. Really? 
Yeah, exactly. That's the point. I I, I really went there to be with my he's wife. Shocked, you didn't come. No, nah, he, he's being sarcastic. But you know, <laughs> I can barely stomach you on the phone. I can't imagine if I met you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come you're on, you're now. annoying with your name, DJ shithead, or whatever it. the fuck it is. I mean, it's just I ridiculous. You're an annoying well, guy, Howard. Come on, annoying. You had another. I'm, I'm originally from Long Island. You had that talk about annoying guys. You had that that bagel boss guy in. I mean, right. come on. You sound that like him. Annoying. You sound no. like bagel boss. Oh, guy. I wish you had called in that day. We could have gotten you into the fight. You sound like yeah, a lot of guys on Long Island. I'll, 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 oh, I'll gladly box him. All right, but anyway, okay. Rich, to tell you the truth, he, I, I thank you for not bothering. But if you, if you had come up to me and said, Howard, I'm a fan. I just wanted to say hello. I don't see any problem with that. Well, next time, that I appreciate that. Next time I do that, one last thing. Fred, I, th- I don't think you get enough credit. You, your sound bits, when people are talking, and, and, and the timing of everything and what you put in are, are perfect. All right. And Howard, I got to say, yep. you're pretty funny, man. You know, you don't get a, a lot of credit, too. You're <laughs> freaking as You're very quick. You're very you, quick. You're very quick. You a lot of credit. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. All right. I appreciate it. it. Yeah, I don't get enough credit. Uh, hold on, there's Gary. <laughs> this is this is this concept of the panel. So uh-huh. in here. Yeah, sorry. Gary. I'm just saying, how how long do you think he would have kept you if he would have stopped you that night? I'll tell you how it normally goes. Someone will say to me, "Hey, I want to take a picture with you." I'm in the middle of fucking eating. Ugh. Hey, I don't like the way I look. It's not that I don't want to take a picture. I don't want to get up from the table. I don't want to take a picture. Yeah, where are you supposed to take this picture? Yeah, right at the table. They go, oh, just quick. I'll just lean into you. But he seems to have a lot of stories he wants to tell you. Yeah, and he has a lot of stories, and he has a lot of interesting things. But meanwhile, I'm in the middle of a conversation. You're talking. And I know, you know, it's... Yeah, you know, he was mostly going to bore you with his DJ life. Right. And he's going to tell me, and he's going to say something stupid like, hey, man, you know, you don't get enough credit. You're you're kind of funny. Like, yeah, dude, I've been... I've, I've made a living being funny for fucking 40 years, and you're going to tell me I'm kind of funny? Newsflash, <laughs> you're funny. Yeah, I've, I've done pretty well being funny and making people laugh. Making people think that would have been funny. That would have yeah. been after kind of funny. That would have been after him giving you him. You, him he would have given you his whole career as DJ Dickey, where he where yeah. he was, what he did, how you guys are alive. I don't mind saying hello to someone. You know what I mean? But hello is very short. Yeah, it's short. How about if they just walk by the table and go, "Big fan." Uh, that's nice. That's a very nice thing. Say, "Hey, Howard, big fan." Boom, hello, and hello. you keep moving. You know. If you're going to bother someone, bother Gary. He loves to talk. <laughs> he's, looking guys, he's looking for someone. Right, Sal? Uh, yeah. I, I can't believe his lips are still on his mouth. They haven't fallen off yet. <laughs> he does. He's a conversationalist. He yeah, really but is. nobody's listening. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm listening. All right, let's go. Oh, hey, on our phone is a very big movie star. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Michael Rappaport. Oh, boy. Wow. wow. What's up, Michael? Uh, how you doing, fellas, uh, Robin? I want to. I, I want to file. By the way, let's remind people that Michael was in a TV show that I loved. He was so good in it. I got to think. Justified. I, justified. Thank you. I tell you. Well, not only that, he's now in a in a TV show that I love. Yeah. What is it's that? It's called Atypical. I don't see Atypical. Oh, it's so good. Phenomenal. But Michael really, you know, I know he blows up and he yells about uh, Baba Booey and this one and that one. Uh, you know, he's an eccentric. He's uh, under control in these things. But when he, yeah, when he's in a movie, this fucking guy can act. Let's be honest. <laughs> Another guy doesn't get any credit. He's already emailing all of us about how he's going to fuck us in the ass in fantasy football this That's year. That's what I mean. It's hard to take him seriously as an yeah. actor when you hear all this ass talk, you know, <laughs> fucking in the ass. <laughs> but the guy is a tr- legitimate fucking star. What was the name of your character on Justified, Michael? 
uh, Daryl Crow, Daryl Crow Jr. of the infamous Crow family. That's yeah. right. And you were a hillbilly motherfucker, and you played that up, man. You didn't do it. You didn't do it well, too big, and you never. I don't know if you ever won an Emmy, but you should have for that. You role. know, I. I appreciate that, Howard. I appreciate that. I appreciate the compliment. Uh, not like most of the guests here. I'm not going to shower it, uh, it myself in compliments. I didn't call for that. I didn't call for that. All right, go ahead. You never call for that. Yeah, why did you call? Okay. Well, why I'm calling, Howard, is, is, is I want to get a couple of things clear. Do you, do you understand how revolting it is, it is to hear Brent discuss anything sexually? <laughs> the, the envy that he had listening to Chris Wilding talk about giving the gentleman a hand job and asking, did you finish it to completion? Did you like, and like, did you, did you make him come in the moisture? It's disgusting, Brent. Mm. It's disgusting. It's revolting. Well, did and, you, and, did you, know, what did you specifically find disgusting when Brent was saying he touches his wife's vagina after exercising so he can smell the stink? Hey, uh, can I smell your sweaty beef? <laughs> Is that it? All of it. All of it. Like it, it, it's, it's just, it's, I don't think he understands like, so like how he comes up. It's, it's gross. Like, and he's going around telling people a seven on your you're on your best day. You're you're, you're not a seven. You're not a seven. Brent, where is this hate coming from? Uh, Michael Michael Rappaport's jealous because I have a young, hot wife, number one. Right. Number two, he's very upset because he's a, he's around my same age, and he's about as soft as he can possibly get. I mean, his dick. No, no I'm no, talking about his, his, physique. his physique. He put on weight? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's just, so, he's just soft, and he's as white and soft as they come. They've got to put so much foundation on him when he's an actor because of the sunspots <laughs> in, the, uh, in the liver spots on his face. Face. You're, They've got a cake. You're one that you're you're one to talk. You're one to talk. You ginger. You're you're one of the grossest people on the planet. What are well, you? Well, let Michael about? respond. Yes. You bald fucking animal. You fucking animal. You have no chin. You fucking beast. Let me tell you something. Your boss just—he was just adoring my career. You're a you're a fucking pig. No one wants to hear you talk about sex anymore. Do you understand how revolting it is? Uh, Brent, where is this hate coming from? Do you it's, and Rappaport have something going it's, on? It's just, it's just pure jealousy. It's pure jealousy. He's upset that he's a big-time Hollywood actor. Is Michael married? Yeah, he's a big-time Hollywood yeah, actor. Right. And just as you pointed out, a good actor. And I loved him in, uh, in Justified as well. But... He's upset that I have a young, hot, beautiful wife, and that's what he's upset about. And he's upset that I'm honest enough to get on the air and talk about All right. myself. Michael, uh, the and claim here on Brent's side is that you're just jealous. Jealous of what? The fact that the man's missing his chin? The fact that the man, <laughs> like, do you understand that you revolt people, Brent? All right, look, you revolt people. You've got so many sun and liver spots on your face. Like, how many, how many pounds of makeup do they have to put on to cover that up to put you what on are you camera? Talking about you, fucking you're, you're five, you freckled up ginger. You, you, you weigh more than pussy. me, Brent. No, I don't. You weigh no, more I, than I'll, me. I'll take that bet right now. What do you weigh, Michael? You, how much do you weigh? How one much, one nine one ninety. Okay, I'm six three. I weigh two oh eight. So you're a fat yeah, ass. yeah, right, okay. right. Okay, buddy. Hey. You listen. You got the flabby lunch. You have flabby arms like the lunch lady in school. You're, you you have back you have back fat on your arms. This is not true, animal. And yeah, I just want to tell you something, Brent. You're I, I soft. I've never seen your wife. It doesn't matter. It's, it's nothing about your wife. It's you. You're soft. You you Michael, have, will you matter. admit you are jealous of Brent for having a young, beautiful wife? Absolutely, Brent. Yes, Brent. say it. Absolutely, Brent. Brent, shut You're your soft. fucking mouth. 
Make All right. Well, I want to say something. Pussy. Listen, I don't know. Listen, I'm, I'm friends with both these guys. There are good people on both sides. I lifted that from <laughs> uh, uh, Let me ask you something. First of all, Michael, Brent calls himself a seven. He, he was honest in his evaluation where he saw himself. Where do you see him? A, a, a five? Okay. Maybe? And Brent, where do you see Michael? What is his number? I usually don't rate guys, but right. I put I'd put him at about a yes, five. You do. I know I don't. I usually I'd put yes, him at about a five. A five. So uh, in, in Michael's world, you two are equal. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not some objective scale. Like we all have our own. It's like music. We all have our own. Would you allow values. if let's say you saw Michael and his wife at a swingers party? Would you swing with Michael and his wife? Oh or? hell no. 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 I want no my, I want my wife to enjoy herself with a with a. A guy that's pretty ripped and rugged. You don't think your wife would come on to Michael? No, no, he's, no he's definitely not her type. He doesn't have any muscles. With anybody, anybody that your wife is with besides you, she's going to have a good time. Not you, <laughs> Def, definitely not you. Do, do you understand that? Do you understand that? Do you understand that you're a giant, big, wet, sloppy pussy? Do you understand that? Do you understand? I'll fuck your asshole. I wish that? you. I I'll wish you would try. Just let me know how many days of convalescent leave you want to take in the hospital. I'll you try I'll, any day you I'll want. Take, I'll take your. I'll take your balloon knot. I'll when and where, knot. pussy? In other words, what about a, a match where the winner has to take the other guy's balloon knot? Uh, what is a balloon knot? You know what a balloon knot is. You've seen that. Howard, right? who would you take on that? Uh, on a fight between Brett yeah. and Michael? Hmm. Let me think. For, for real? Yeah. Well, Brent uh, like a, trained. Yeah, Brent did train, but he got his ass kicked. He, he was did. By, that guy was, by, a, by a Division One athlete. It wasn't a celebrity boxing match. That guy yeah. was a Division Rappaport's One athlete. Rappaport's a big tra- fucking guy. He's got a lot of anger. Though, and he's also I, an athlete. So does Brent. Have you ever boxed or anything, Michael? Oh, yeah. Listen. Never. Listen, there, there's no doubt about Listen, I'm not Never. looking to fight Brent. I'm looking to fuck Brent. That's what I'm looking <laughs> oh, <you just>, for. <laughs> you, you just try anytime you want. Just make sure that make make sure. Make Michael, sure do you want to come down here and try and fuck him in the ass? <laughs> no, you you want a swingers? You 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 just bring make, your wife. Just make sure you just make sure your hype man has nine one one dialed on his cell phone and ready to push it. <laughs> okay, okay, so Michael, Michael, you think if you were out with Brent and his wife, you could pull his wife? Oh, easy. Oh, oh, oh. oh. That's easy work. She's you, not you, into you translucent like, gingers like you. Yo, yo, Brent, and I'm not even patting myself on your on the back, but you, your wife is looking for a way out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and, and if I was in the swinger world, I would, I would, I would, I would take her. Nobody's looking for you in the swinger world, buddy. Listen to me. Listen to me. I would sugar dick her real nice. And, and, <laughs> what? What did he do? Oh, what is a sugar dick? <laughs> Oh, oh it's it's just it's just like a, a moving and grooving, but she would get sugar dick. She would get sugar dick. Now you say she, you need to go ahead and shave your head too. You're going bald, buddy. You say, uh, Michael, that you would um, take uh, Brent's balloon knot if you came down down here. I am always curious. Why do all of our arguments end with a gay act? Because Michael is secretly gay. Like gay people think of gay things, right? And not that there's anything wrong with that. Like you know, when you talk to the right. gay guys around, you feel here, Rappaport is gay. Oh yeah, definitely. Wow. That's a that's heavy. He's and there's nothing wrong with that. Just admit it. It's okay in society. We're okay with gay people. Go ahead and come out. Brent, Brent, come out of the nineties, okay? Come out of the fucking nineties. What are you listen. talking about, you moron? How do you Brent, how do you record, how do how do you how do you even memorize your lines? You're such an idiot. <laughs> He's a great actor. He is. He is. He must have have to do it line by line. 
I'm you, doing it for the love of the sport. The love of the sport. What sport? You've All never right. played a sport Well, anyway, look, you guys have to work this out. I mean, I hate to see this kind of animosity, but okay, Michael Rappaport called in to say he doesn't want to hear Brent anymore on the air talking about his sex life. I think I, he likes it. He does life. like it. It's motivated no, him to call. You have to understand. It's revolting. You're it's, revolting. It's, 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 it's revolting. You're not. You're, you're, it's revolting. And I would love some female callers to chime in to hear, like, because it's not just me. me All right, I'll do it. it. I'll do it. Hold here on. we go. Let me see if I can hear. Here's some people who want to talk. <laughs> All right, this is Dan. He's not a woman, but he does want to talk. Okay, go ahead, Dan. Hey, Howard. Good morning, everybody. First of all, I think uh, Rappaport's way out of his league. I, I like it when he sticks to goofing on Gary, but Brent's been providing wicked awesome radio content, even if he's not the best practice in the world, which I think Rappaport's not really. You like when Brent either. talks about um, his sex life? Hell yeah. That sweaty beef comment this morning was fucking awesome. All right. There you go. Michael, this guy likes it. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not fascinating, but it's the same way like a, a car crash is fascinating. It's it's disgusting. And Michael, it's, it's so on our phone to debate why... you is okay. rough and tough Brent. Wow. <laughs> a rougher and tougher version of the Brent here in the studio is going to insult okay. you now. Okay, let's see what he has go to ahead. say. Rough and tough go Brent, ahead. go ahead and speak to Michael. You better shut your mouth, you little pasty boy, soft pussy, ginger, jabroni, nimrod boy. I don't like any of your movies because you're an idiot. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. You, you, you take it easy, okay, Brent? We also know that you've made up half of these stories, and none of them end. Made none up stories? You're, with you're anything insulting weird. me professionally and personally, buddy. Listen, you're jealous because you're not getting any sweaty beef. I'm rubber and you're glue, so shut up, idiot pussy. <laughs> wow. This is rough I mean, and... How can I come back to that? You can. You're talking to now Brent on steroids. Rough and tough, Brent. Rough and tough. I've been hitting the weight pile, man. Yep. Benching 280. <laughs> well, rough and tough, Brent. You really put Michael in his place. He shut up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. No, I didn't hang up. I didn't go anywhere, Robin. And let's let us not forget the little crush you had on me in the '90s, Robin. So just talk about that. Like, for, like in the '90s, I remember once when you said you saw me at Nobu. Like when when Brent's sitting there talking about my looks, you could be like, well, yeah, you she know, wanted you. I remember that. Look who's stuck in the '90s now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The '90s called. They, no they one, no one's back. ever said. No one's ever said. I I like Brent. I want to be with Brent. You're you're like if your wife is so hot, you're just like the person they have. All to right, there's a woman on the phone. Finally, oh, okay. This is Krista who wants to report on what Michael and Brent are arguing about. Yes, Krista. Hey now. Hey, now. hey my friend. Hey, so I am Team Rappaport all the way, and Brent is totally yeah. vile and not a seven. What is he if he's not a seven? Uh, three. A three. A all three. right. Well, that's listen. Hey, we, that's like uh, your opinion, right? <laughs> all right. Well, there it is. Maybe uh, Michael's on to something. I don't know, but as I said, uh, we uh, we enjoy the argument. Well, we aren't going to stop talking about his sex life, are we? No, I'm not. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I want to hear what's doing. Brent's not. Brent. Brent. Do you, do you save your back hair, Brent? I don't have any back hair, stupid. It's just a simple question. Nobody's I don't have you. any, idiot. <laughs> I think you do. I think you wax your back, you fucking animal, you. <laughs> <laughs> do you wax your back? I, if I had hair, I would, but I don't. Right. Like, I'm one of those people that's not that hairy of a person. Michael, I don't know. He says he does not. Ugh. Uh, can you imagine this fucking guy walking into a swinger club? Like, that's the last fucking person you want walking in. There. Like you've ever been to a swinger's club. You don't have the balls and you're you not cool enough to go to a swinger's club, you fucking loser. 
You're the biggest. You're the, for a Hollywood actor, you're like the biggest loser on the fucking planet. Oh. I mean, wow. what? Brent, you fuck yourself. You fuck your ass. Oh, yeah, that was uh, brilliant. Way uh, to come back. All right, boys. This is getting very, very immature. <laughs> uh, we, we, we might need security I, I at the draft. More callers. I encourage more female callers to, to really explain to Brent how he's perceived. Let me see. If you want, if you there is a woman named Sam. Sam, hi. Hey, Howard. Hey, now, everybody. Um, I'm calling to agree with Michael Rappaport. Um, I, I, I get the swinging thing. I, I get it. But Brent, like, I... I like the, the story could be hot if you were hot. You're just—it's not attractive to hear them coming from you. So right. I have to side with Michael. It's, it's, it's gross. Well, maybe Sorry. Michael's on to something here. I don't know, Brent. Hey, it all works out it's fine for me. Radio. Like, I don't... but Brent, Brent, the thing is, it's great radio, and yes, we should continue doing it. But you need to be in on the joke. You're not in on the joke. You're the fucking joke. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you you, feel, you weren't in the in, in on the joke between your parents. Let's go to uh, Deanna. Deanna, what do you think? Yes, is Rappaport yes. right? Yes. He is. I, I, yes. I, I sit here and work, and I, I just want to throw up. Brent <laughs> and his wife can do whatever they want. That's fine. In the bedroom, that's great. But it's really gross how he puts things. I see. Well, he is a <laughs> swinger. Even Howard, even Howard the, 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 the guy Chris Wilding, even, even him talking about gay sex, it's not as revolting. And, and it's not as disturbing to, to the general. That's because you're into guys. That's because you're into men. You're not listening. No, Brent. That's because you're into you're men. Listening. All I right, one final vote from a woman. Finish. Here is Kelly. That's three people. I encourage more women to call. And, well, all right, here they are. Kelly, you're a woman. I'm a swinger. My husband and I are swingers. And I find Brent disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, maybe Michael has something. Uh, okay. Michael, thank you uh, for calling in. Brent, thank you thank for you. Uh, accepting the challenge. All right. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, guys. All right. There he is, Michael Rappaport, a very famous Well, I don't know what the point guy. was. You know what the point is. We just killed 20 minutes. <laughs> That's the point. There is no other point. Wow. I mean, the women we're now. We're going to keep talking to Brent. We're, we don't shy from disgusting. Well, speaking of disgusting, oh, Sal true. is here. <laughs> JD, Richard, and uh, Fafafohai himself, Gary Delabiti, and uh, all guys here are going to go through the computer. We don't have much time. But uh, this is something we do. We like to go through the computer. And Sal, what do you have? I have Gary at uh, Bottle Rock. <laughs> Why is it you always have something on Gary? <laughs> yeah, you he know what? drills I, down. Hold on, Sal. I've been on this panel a dozen times. I've never done uh, a package about you. Maybe once. Right. Maybe that stupid horse racing thing you because do. I haven't done we, as much stupid things as you. That's well, why you don't have things it, on me. It seems like you. All you have is when you talk about me. That's all you have. Well, there's speaking a lot of, to talk about. Living in the nineties, when it comes to a lot of stupid shit, there's a but, lot. There's but, like but, a, but, it's like encyclopedias I, full I, of stupid shit. Can you put down the wrestling for a second? No, I'm not going to. And this guy tried to strong on me too. Let me ask you something, Sal. Sal, Gary's point, I guess, is that you're a writer on the show. You've been with the show how many years? Fifteen. And out of the fifteen, most of the material has to do with Gary, right? Not, not, In other words, when you went through the computer and you looked for something to be on the panel about... You, you chose this. You chose Gary. Gary says news. Hold on, hold on. Sal's about to answer. You chose this, right? I did choose this, eventually choose this. I right. eventually chose this. Did you, you, you uh, my had first, other things yes, you were considering? Yes, yes, And I have, I've presented other things before, mm -hmm. and then collectively with the writers, we thought that this, this would be best. So this was your decision? Ultimately, yes. Very good, Gary. No, because when I talk to Sal about it, Sal's whole rap is... 
I don't really want to do this, Gary. I love you. Well, the guys make me do this. And no, I, go, I never said the guys you, you make did, me do this. You actually did no, say that. I'm going to tell said, you what happened. You're full of shit. Gary comes in, and he, like, pulls some mafia t- tactics not. on me. What did he, he do? He swings into my office. He's like, oh, so what are you doing? Are you talking about me again? Bottle Rock. No. I go, yeah. I go, you know, I go. I'm what is this I'm, Bottle Rock, by the way? It's garbage. It's something it's that Gary's at. No, Bottle Rock isn't festival. garbage. Out it, in Napa, California. It's a music wine festival right. out in Napa. And what they is have your beef celebrity shit. My beef is I don't have je- a beef. Sal's jealous of shit that he doesn't get no, to go. I don't have That's his beef. All right. Sal's very jealous in general of Can everybody. Can I finish you? Yeah. But especially me because Sal thinks that, <laughs> that things that I get to do, he should be doing. No, not this. And nobody's not interested this. in him. Like when you some, appear. Right. The only place someone's interested in him is some shitty horse race down in Florida yeah. or some fucking <laughs> shitty toaster oven show in fucking Long Island. So you feel... Either. You feel? Oh my God! Yeah. A movie, so Sal's whole presentation is going to be how when I go out in public, I embarrass the show. Right. But he did a movie with medicated Pete right. that's going to live forever. Right. So who's embarrassing who? You. <laughs> Still works. No, really. I mean, that movie. Are you proud of it? I was. Also, I mean, did you just do it for the money. You I was also anything down. I was also Sal? on a TV show with Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, and Kevin James. Yeah, but Sal, Gary makes a good point. I was Let's also on Law and Order. Oh, but hold on. But why are you doing this? So shit? Shut the movie? fuck up. Law and Order was sloppy lips. Law and Order was thirteen years. Ago and you were on no, for it wasn't a second. second years ago. It was five years a ago, second. and I had twelve lines on Kevin can wait. So, what, okay, so but, but, but and why, I did this movie because because why? Because you're a whore and you want the money. No, uh, I'm. Do you a think it's going to further your career? No. Gary's, then why'd you take it for the money? Do you ever turn anything? That's not to do whore. That, uh, there's a difference between whore and paying your fucking bills, you dope. Yeah, but you're not taking really? some, hold on, no, you're ta- there is. Right. So, so you're taking, pay their bills by yeah. spreading oh, no, their no, 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 Sal, no. you're taking something you know is substandard for the money. You know it doesn't fit the Howard brand. You're doing it on purpose because you want it for the money. That's a whore. Yeah, of course. And I made that perfectly clear. And I went through management. So went you're through a whore. No, that 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 means you're a whore too. No, I'm not. Every, when you swung a fucking uh, a hammer in the middle of Nassau Coliseum, it caused like oh, a shithead. Oh, so was who was ni- the whore then? You were Sal, a stupid whore. Was that 1989 I don't or give a fuck what it was. And if what you, are you doing at Napa? What credentials do you have at Napa with chefs, wines, and celebrities? Where do you fall into that category? Here's, Sal, you're known as a Sal, guy who Sal, fucks up on, daily but here's on your this angry, radio show. It, it's very it's simple. It's not angry. He's, it, I'm, I'm, I'm rebutting. Sal, it's very simple. I knew what he would do. The people who run the festival. What doing is he's trying to deter me to from talking. Right. He doesn't want me to talk about this. You what, the wine factory? Yeah, I knew to right. down my throat. So, you know, inevitably what talk he's for got, 20 minutes and I won't bring up your bottle Cal, rock inevitably disaster. Inevitably what he has is yeah. minimal. But Gary, just, you don't bring up the good thing Sal does, like that movie he did with Beetlejuice called Girls Gone Dead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Come on, Sal. You know that you're just you're just looking to pick on me. You have a beef with me. In other words, Gary, your point is Sal pretends he doesn't. Sal acts like he's above, like he would only do good things for the show, but he goes out and does a shitty movie that's going to live forever, and which embarrasses the show. Yes, and then also out there, Sal acts like, hey, it's all fucking around, I love you, no. but I think he's secretly very angry at me. I mean, I'm Sal, angry at you you one could, the Bottle Rocket uh, concert, yeah. or whatever the fuck it was, wine right. festival, right. seems to me that uh, the Bottle Rock Festival is something you would have done. I would have, and I would have done a much better job than Gary. Right. You don't but feel he secondly, did a good Bottle job. Bottle Rock what? is a great event. The thing is that I am not talking about Bottle Rock. Yes, I am, you are. I That's am, the package you're about okay, to present. See, see how he doesn't stop? Right. Go he ahead. doesn't yes, stop. You're like a nagging old pain in the ass wife. Well, somebody needs to show you the truth. Go vacuum. Shut the fuck Boy, up. You're, you're very unfunny when I talk to you. If I just sit here and take your punches, you're funny. But if somebody calls you on it, you're just not just funny anymore. Me, I can't talk with this. Just, uh, I'm not well, fire he's up, he, listen, Sal, you're the comedian. You're supposed to put me in my place. This has nothing to see. That's what I get. Brent Rappaport in here to calm things down? <laughs> that was-
All right. So the point that I'm trying to make is that bottom well, rockers. Is the, are, okay. Let me let's I'm see what simply, you got on. I'm Gary. simply work, wor- working. Excuse me, Gary. Right. Working off of the clips that were provided to me. Right. No, what you, you chose you them. made this. Oh, wait, hold on. Sal chose. Sal had a hundred packages yes, he could have gone through, it. and he chose this one. So he clearly has right. a beef. Let's, hear, let's hear the beef. What is it? Go ahead, Sal. All right. We'll so for what happened? He went to this bottle rock event. Okay, and he ho- he co-hosted the wrap up show. And while he was out there at this huge event, this is a huge event. Go ahead. What does Gary talk about? He talks to John Hine about his L38 level pass to the festival. I mean, why would you waste valuable airtime talking about an elitist thing like that? Who gives a shit? It's like you're saying, you're saying Gary had a high level pass. He had a high level pass, and this is what he brings up. No, it didn't upset me. Let like, me hear of it. Of course it, it upset him. That's bring you bring. something to the table that people could take in in a positive way that's useful for the show. Was You're, Gary complaining about it? No, he was, no. He was, he was Sal took 30 bragging. bragging. It was an elitist right, Let me thing. hear this clip. Sal took 35 seconds of a 45-minute show. Why is your seat so important to the world? Why does oh, everybody hear it? If you Can I hear it? Can I hear the you clip? son of a bitch. <laughs> you fucking losing cocksucker. But, John, the thing I want to say about the festival is this festival is the king of levels. So I think the worst ticket that you can buy is like your VIP. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And then it's like then there's super VIP, backstage VIP, secret VIP. Don't tell anyone. You know, there's so many levels that you can buy into. Well, which but, one are you, Gar? Uh, c- can we say it out loud? We, we, the we, top we, row. Called the L, we got the L38 designation. L38. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Did you, you did you read your email? No, what about the, the, which? The email that you get is. You have been selected for L38, but don't tell anyone because everyone didn't get this. By the way, that's, Ad, that's Adam Richman who brought it up. Adam right. Richman Yeah, you didn't it. bring it up. That's I know. true. Yeah. It's a bad clip, uh, Sal, next. Great clip. Great clip. You Great say, Gary, bragging First of all, about if Adam Richman's your guest, the first thing you say to him is, I had an email that says, don't bring it up. You prepare your guests in advance right. so you could do right. things that came to the show. Got? What else you got bag. on Gary? Let's hear it. Go ahead, give it to him. Gary, where do I start? All right, then they're doing a show, and they're they're blowing off. You're going to hear it. Fireworks are going off in the background as they're broadcasting a show. Again, lack of production. What do you mean? (laughs) How can he control that? I'll tell you how you control that. All right, go ahead. You You say, what time do fireworks go off? Okay, we have to move. It's a remote. Let's move it indoors. Howard, you wouldn't stand for that. Right, and this shitbag shouldn't stand for it oh, either. Oh, come on. Let me hear this. The Howard Stern Wrap-Up Show is brought to you by Blacken, the new whiskey collaboration from master distiller Dave Pickerel and Metallica. Blacken, this is whiskey remastered. 888-783-7610. That's the number to call. John, Rasan, Gary, Anderson East, a- Adam Richmond. I don't know what the heck is going on there, Gary. There's, there's a pyro. Display. Yeah, there's pyros going off behind the main stage. I guess they're testing it, and so there's something. Oh, is that what that yeah. is? That's, that's, a, that's a weak point. I mean, that first was, of all, that was pe- by the way, that was people shooting themselves. Yeah. Was, imagine Jenkins. You, you claim that thing. was people listening to Gary and they were shooting. Exactly, that wasn't fireworks. First of all, that added to the moment. We could hear things going on. It's part it of the outdoor. You're being day. kind yeah. to Gary. I know I what you're doing. No, I'm calling it the way I see it. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, What's the matter, Sal? You can't take it. No, I could take it. All right, let me hear your third clip. So look. Uh, so Gary was on the chef with this uh, chef, Richard Blaze, very great chef, as a matter of fact. They were cooking uh, ostrich drumsticks with nitrogen. What does this idiot know about cooking anything? So, of course, as Richard Blaze is explaining, what does Gary do? He coughs into the microphone. Let me hear. Okay, guys, here's the thing. To be honest with you, you know that I dabble in this thing called molecular gastronomy. Have you heard of it? It's a horrible name, by the way. No one ever goes out to a restaurant and they're thinking, I want to go eat some Mexican food. 
He's been in radio. You've been in radio for 30 years. This package is very weak. It is. You've been in very weak. What I'm saying is that it's a weak package that Sal brought here to really just pick on me. All right, Gary, why don't you show Sal how it's done? What do you have for us? Um, okay, great. I have a wonderful package. Gary, you're There's saying to me, sh- sh- you coughed uh, into a fucking microphone, a handheld. Who coughs into a handheld, Howard? You have common sense. You put the it's microphone down here. You've been a producer for 30 years, okay. but you had to be, make sure no, that you were heard. It's not you a, coughed it's, into a, a it's, microphone. It's not a handheld microphone. 30 it's a, years. It's a that's, ra- that's not even Radio right, 101. Robin, uh, I don't see how we're getting anywhere. We're trying to see if Gary can do a better job. Because quite frankly, Sal, these were not strong clips. This ha- they're not strong clips because no. of Gary. <laughs> no, they're not strong clips. It's showing that Gary. Gary's an asshole. Right. At the, right. And that's All what right. I'm bringing to the forefront. Let's go to Gary, who's going to show Sal how it's done now. Is, okay. is Sal out of his mind? Yes. <laughs> so, Howard, there... No, I'm out of my mind for hiring him. <laughs> Thank you. There's a baseball coach. He's a Division three baseball coach. It's a team called Washington and Jefferson College. It's out of Pennsylvania. Um, he's a- I'm just reading what this this guy called in Cody. He says, Sal's dad needs to beat Sal with bread again. <laughs> needs to beat him over the head with a loaf of bread. Yeah, so why'd yeah. you let your dad do that? Why'd you let him do that? Yeah, I let him do that. Oh, you could have controlled it. You should have hit him back. What is that? Make your point. My point is that Cody, you, that was a good no line. Point. I I uh, had to I had to steal it from you. Okay, that was pal. Great. No, thank you, Howard. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Sal, right I on love time. You, seriously, love you quit, too. quit. You're done. Sit down. I'm Sit done. Down. All right, I'll take your advice, Tony. Thank you. That's uh, Cody. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Howard. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. See what you started, Gary. Gary, you ruined the show. You did again. <laughs> so I want to fight. You better bring something good to the game. All right, Gary, what do you have? Okay, so uh. there's a guy that's a Division three uh, college baseball coach. The school's Washington and Jefferson College. It's in Pennsylvania. The guy's name is Jeff Mountain. <laughs> After every game, there's a press conference, which I'm surprised Division three even has a press conference. Right. And they're actually very well recorded. Yes. So he makes sure after every game to get in a reference about the show. He's a huge oh. fan of the show. So you're uh, saying this guy holds a press conference after every game, every game and he references our show. Yeah. And some of them are, uh, you know, easy ones. And some of them he really has to slip in. Go ahead. So here he puts in a hit him with the high. OK, here is uh, Robin Jeff Mountain. All right. At a press conference working in hit him with the high. Yeah, there was some grumbling with the postseason awards in our conference. We have another good pitcher in our league. And there was a lot of grumbling about Ben being the pitcher of the year. And well, uh. Yeah, I'll take this guy over anybody. I think he rests his case today. He kind of went out and hit him with a hind. Wow. Thanks, Joe. Yep. Good luck tomorrow. Yep. Thank you. Bobo out. Bobo, Bobo out. out. <laughs> uh, that's a real fan. So, at a You know this guy at all? I don't. Right. We just Again, I'm surprised they recorded so well. Yeah. So, it's a different game, and he slips in a Ronnie Munn uh, reference. This is after the game, right? Mm-hmm. Hats off to our guys. I mean, obviously... They played with a lot of energy, uh, played with a lot. I mean, it, you, you had to have the energy of Ronnie Munn to, to make it through this. I mean, it was it was tough with the heat, and it would have been really difficult if we didn't close that game out, I feel. How many press do you think are there when they do this? I, I don't know, and I can't imagine. There's a very echoey room. Yeah, it sounds like, but it sounds like there's people there. Yeah. I mean. But I don't know how many. They're not filling up the joint. Well, I mean, it's impressive. Well, he keeps doing it. He loves it. So this is yet a different game, and he gets in a, a Brent Hatley uh, clip. Yeah, um, when you get in the game and that that type of thing, especially again early on in a regional, this format, a super regional, there's not a ton of margin for error. Uh, that was a great, you know, it was 
Jim Trestle and Brad Hadley would say back in the day, that was a great Division Three college baseball game, you know? It's funny, you can almost say anything at these press conferences. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody challenges you. Well, this is my favorite one because he lost in the Division Three World Series. So you think that, like, for this one, jokes would be off the table. Right. But somehow he gets in a reference to Governor Pizza. Oh, your father's pizzeria. There you go. You know, we, it's our goal, obviously, to get back here and, and, and do it again. So we hope to see how the tournament develops and everything like that. Obviously, in Appleton, we, that, was a, that was a great experience as well. Really miss uh, Governor Alley's pizzeria uh, not being around. But, yeah, wow. we'll, uh, we'll keep going. Thanks. <laughs> Ironically, Sal doesn't miss that place at all. <laughs> no, not one bit. He even said it like Sal, pizzeria, too. Yeah. And by the way, Sal, that's how it's done. That's how you, that's how you present you a package. Gary. For once Strong year. clips, they speak for themselves. Well, that right. guy's a real super fan, huh? Coach yeah. Jeff Mountain. He's a few press conferences away from mentioning Thom. <laughs> <laughs> like he's getting in everywhere. Fred, you haven't been mentioned yet, but I'm sure you will be. I'm sure I'll be in the next round. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Dr. Joe, who's calling from Florida. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Yeah, um, I'm a dentist actually on the island of Palm Beach. I'm kind of between where your home is and Mar-a-Lago, and I love the show. I've been a huge fan since the mid-'80s, and you guys uh, bring up dentistry a lot. I wanted to hear what happened with Richard's tooth finally. Uh -huh. uh, we're not on that now, Dr. Joe, but thank you. I don't know. What, what did he say? It's he fine. It's to fine, get by the way. An update on yeah. uh, his jaw. Well, Remember his jaw, jaw was rotting. Oh, yeah. What is going on with it's you? It's better. I got it fixed. You it's did? fine. Yeah, I don't want to take up too much of your but time. It's back to normal? It. Yeah, it's normal yeah. now. You don't look well. <laughs> he looks worse, but his jaw's better. Yeah. <laughs> Should see what he eats for lunch. What does he eat? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I heard about your eating. Like the, that chicken. He, Old chicken. <laughs> he, yeah. Like he, listen to this. Like he brings a yogurt to work sometimes. He, he puts it in his backpack the night before. In other words, he And leaves it out. Yeah, he doesn't refrigerate it. So I don't forget it. And the same with... The, yeah, but like, why not put a note on your door that says, go get the yogurt? Because I miss the note a put lot Put the times. note on the backpack. Nah, I've tried and I oh, just Oh, come forget. on. I really... Because your, your lack of refrigeration speaks hillbilly to me like no other. But it doesn't... It doesn't yeah, but what about with the meat? Sick. I saw that thing of the chicken <laughs> and you had that unfrigerated for like three days or something? <laughs> no, not three days. A I'm little not, while. It just but... like a clump of... But, I don't know what. It was just disgusting. Richard, when you get... Chicken meat shouldn't be green. But Richard, like, <laughs> if, I bring in, yellow. if I bring in food to work, right. I, I leave my house, it's an hour drive. If I bring in food to work, I bring a little refrigerator pack and put a cooler in it. Yeah. You don't do that? No. I you just put it right it. on the train. Yeah. And my the wiki said that the chicken he brought in the other day, Ooh. and even the yogurt Ooh. smelled like feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it smelled terrible. I it? figure, it, you know what? But yogurt, I mean. It toughens me up. You got to be ready to survive in this world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you never know when we're going to have to survive on rotten meat. No, wiki said that when he opened up that bag of meat the other day oh. that he brought in that had been like kind of not refrigerated and been laying around. And Wiki said it smelled so bad that it made him gag like he had to leave the room. This is every day. Like, his lunches do not look good. Really? <laughs> They're always, like, over... Uh... Do you not know? Because even Jason said you go up to him every single day and go, Hey, how long can I, can I go without refrigerating yeah. meat? Yeah. Like, you don't even know. Not really. Really? <laughs> no. But why would you just ask? Have you ever heard of the internet? <laughs> well, there's conflicting stuff on the internet. Uh, a right, lot so you times. just read what you want. I mean, you yeah. probably could leave chicken out for two hours, but not overnight, not safely. Yeah. You leave it out overnight. Well, it, we, uh, it's cool in our house. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> fucking nut job. We, we put our air conditioning real low. Would you ever eat anything at their house? Never. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, so Richard must have been a dumpster diver at one time. Right. Well, he could <laughs> and this is why he can eat this stuff. J- Jason said that he uh, he constantly goes, Richard constantly goes to Jason to ask him about how long he could leave meat out. But it's always the same question. Yeah. And Jason always gives him the same answer, and then well, Richard just ignores it. Yeah. For different types of meat, like pork. Meat and, is meat. Yeah, but Pork beef, and chicken aren't different. Beef, you They're can both leave dead out animals. a little longer. Yeah. Wait, wait, you think beef can stay out longer than chicken? I think so, yeah. <laughs> Based on what? <laughs> well, you can eat raw beef, but not raw chicken. There we go. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. the, the raw chicken and the raw beef, I, I would keep it the same rule. I don't think there should be different. I agree. Um, JD, what is your package and what is Richard's package? Let's figure out which one we really want to hear. I mean, mine is just like, like some random clips here and there, like one-offs. Like, Stuff JD likes. Yeah. Oh, my favorite things. That's what you have? Yeah. What do you have, Richard? Mine is something I uh, work my ass off on, so oh. I'd love to play it. What is it? <laughs> it's, you know, I love cutting up audio books yeah. and getting celebrities and politicians to say crazy things. Yeah. So in honor of your book, you know, I cut up some celebrities giving testimonials for your book about how great it is, and mm. there's a few that we never got to. All right, let's hear it. So I know you love Sarah Palin. Right. So she said something really nice about your book. All right, let me hear. So Sarah Palin, Robin. <laughs> All right. Like every other ordinary American, I'm going to buy Howard Stern comes again. And I am the first to say that all, you know, good cheap bastards who are nagging Howard for a free copy of Howard Stern comes again can get off your goddamn lazy fucking ass. And like everybody else, go buy one with your own money because Howard spent over two years writing Howard Stern comes again and the least you can do is spend $21, you cheap assholes. P.S. Thank you, Howard Stern, for saying that I am a smoking hot piece of ass, and I'm proud that Howard Stern jerked off to me. I did jerk off to her. She wants to let people know, go out and buy a copy of your book and don't bother you with it. How long did it take you to do that? Oh, it takes forever. It I mean, sounds like they were putting words together. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, it, and a lot of times you don't even know what she's saying. It's, it's such an opus. Well, you know what takes the longest is I think her audio book was like eight hours long. Oh, yeah. And to initially go through and listen, I have to Is that because she reads real slow? Well, that and it's just, I think her actual book is super long. Yeah. And I have to go through and listen to every second of her book and grab every A. Well, she the, disappeared, huh? I yeah. mean, like, like what happened to her? She was like a, she was a great national joke. And then like, she's just like off the radar. I think she had enough. Mm-hmm. I think she just couldn't handle it anymore. But she still has such a great voice. I love messing with her voice. Yeah. You know? Wow. Nice. And, you know who else? Good job on that. Thank you. Dr. Phil also had some nice <laughs> things to really? say about your book. Phil yeah. McGraw? Yeah. yeah. My tiny part on is at full attention because I'm reading Howard Stern comes again and I will slick my meat stick then stroke my hard glittery tool as I'm reading the sex and relationships section because beating off is a quick... I gotta tell you, I'm losing interest. I know. This is too a long. bad one. No, no offense. I I don't even know what he's saying. He's, I don't either. Beating he, off. He's be- reading the sex and relationship uh, section of yeah, your yeah, book, but, but and it's Richard, hot. if you've but got to it, tell it, us. It's uh, not understandable. <laughs> what an incredible waste of time and resources. I guess they didn't get played because they were bad, Howard. Yeah, well, there you go, Robin. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Hey, I'm proud of him. I worked hard on these. <laughs> Speaking of the book, I'm uh, I, the, the publisher wants me to go out and promote it as a Christmas gift. Uh-huh. i got to go out to California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
California. Yeah. Do you know what shows you're doing? Well, I mean, I will offer myself to Bill Maher because he wants me. Jimmy, I'll offer myself to because he's Jimmy. And then Ellen DeGeneres because she's Ellen DeGeneres. And according to the publisher, uh, Ellen DeGeneres, Bill No, Ma- Conan? I did Conan. I did his podcast. You're not going to do his show. Hey, hey, Robin. <laughs> How many shows? I mean, this is your favorite person in the world. What about, you know, maybe he, he could become a friend if you could only well, get together. I got to go out there and do some radio shows. I wanna, we're going to inaugurate the uh, Sirius oh. XM studios. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. What and, about carpool karaoke with James Corden? Have I changed? I'm not a, a singer. Why would, would I be? What why about would Ro- I, how Robin? Well, could Robin do could be on. Oh. Yeah. Just mention my book if you don't mind. Gwyneth Paltrow podcast. Yeah. How about a uh, quick stop at U Porn? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just going to do those three. I don't even. You're know. not going to do the what is that? The red oh, table. The red table. The, no. Jada, Pinkett? Jada Pinkett Smith. First of all, I'm not looking to do any appearance. The publisher, his feeling on the book is this book is a good Christmas gift. I said I agree. Says, are you going to say anything about that? I said I am. I'll go out. I'll go to California. Also, simultaneously. Now you're sounding like an audio book. <laughs> I know. Also, simultaneously, Sirius XM said to me, would you go out and inaugurate our new L.A. studios? Supposedly, they're like these gorgeous new studios. Yeah, I've seen pictures. It's beautiful. Yeah. Is this the new Hangout? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to go hang out there. Is everybody going? Or? Uh, I don't know. First of all, if we are going, you should look for a babysitter starting now. But. I don't know. You know, I could go out maybe, you know, with a small crew and do something, but we'll see. We'll see how it works. I haven't even really explored this with Sirius XM, except they asked me to go out there. And you've been to the studios, Gary. They're supposed to be amazing. They're huge. I mean, what we were working in before was ridiculous. So they, they really went out there where they designed a large studio. And one of the things I have in there is this giant performance space, kind of like the fishbowl, but bigger and nicer. Oh, right. the, stu- the studios are all brand new and they're amazing. Oh, cool. Well, we'll see. So maybe I'll go out and do that. And then in conjunction that week, because I'm not spending more than a week, <sighs> but maybe I'll do a couple of TV show appearances and, you know, say, hey, everybody get this for Christmas. Are you going to do any radio besides? Um... No. No. <laughs> We're doing our radio. That's it, Robin. Now, are you going to start the show at 4 a.m. out there? No, no, no. <laughs> so no. it's 7 we'll just, here? I'll probably tape a bunch of stuff, too. Because who knows what the hell will be going on out there. So, you know, it'll be nice. Everyone seems to get excited around here if I go to L.A. Yeah, I don't... travel gets people excited. I know, and I don't know why. I can't figure it out. It's really not that much different than doing the show here. In fact, I'm more comfortable here because this is my home. But they, they go wild when I go out there. I'm talking about the company wants it. So I said, okay. And then it'll give me an excuse to promote the book. I'll go on these shows. If they want me. I mean, I haven't called Ellen DeGeneres. Well, you know that Bill wants you. He's been Bill calling. wants me. So I, I know I'm doing Bill Maher's show. And again, I feel funny about that because Bill says I don't have to talk about politics, but the show's about politics. But, you know, he has those interviews at the very beginning. And what yeah. do they talk about, Robin? Well, no, if he's with not... a politician, they talk politics. Yeah, but he, I bet yeah. he would end up, what he would probably talk to you about is your book, what's in it, but specifically that you interviewed Trump 30 times. Well, I'm willing to do it because uh, Bill came on our show. It was so terrific. And, uh, you know, listen, I want to go do his show. I love his show. I watch it all the time. It's great. It's a great show. He's funny as hell. And so I'm going to do that. I don't know if I'm going to bring Sal. I'm looking at him now. It's kind of a downer. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll, ke- I'll keep. I appreciate Sal- that. I'll keep Sal company here. Please, yeah. Sal will, will do anything to get out of town. <laughs> yeah, Sal could book a shitty movie while he's out there. Oh, yeah, maybe oh, you could boy. shoot some movie like a. Fu- and you could do some shitty production out there. <laughs> Look, you failed On today, coasts. Sal. I you did not fail. Failed. No, Robin, trust me. Don't you think it'd be funny if we all went, everyone on staff except Benji? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Benji's not really on camera. Right. We don't need him there. <laughs> so, you know, that'll be happening. Oh, anyway, so who are we listening to? Oh, you want to do one more audio book? I mean, I mean oh, you think not, it could be better? If you're not digging them, it's fine. It's weird. What's your best one you got here? Well, there's only one more, really, and it, and. It's an Al Gore one, and no. originally I played an Al Gore one, and Robin said his premise was all fucked up. Yeah. And so then I had an Al Gore rebuttal to Robin uh, saying that his original clip well, was fucked ridiculous. up. Well, that's ridiculous. that's ridiculous. Because they're so far apart, nobody knows what you're talking about. Right. All right, forget you. Yeah, it's I've too much. Ex- you bombed out, too. <laughs> hey, bomb JD, give right. me your best. Oh, and Richard, go back to your studio. Come right. on, you giggled a little at mine. <laughs> well, am I just like a bunch of random Yeah, let's thing. play that backwards song game again. <laughs> All right, God. let's go to JD, who will redeem uh, this bit. Let's, let's see what you oh. I don't know. So this first clip is uh, this MSNBC anchor, Stephanie Rule. I, I know, know her. Seen her. I she's, watch her. She's pretty cool. Big uh, fan, Stephanie. Big is fan. She? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's good. So usually, like, you know, uh, an anchor will get mad if someone curses, but in this case, someone Isn't just... Isn't she on Rule and Veshi? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, usually, uh, so someone said, uh, grow a pair. You know, someone said, grow a pair. And she got all pissed off about she that. She did about grow a pair? <laughs> she thought that was a curse? Yeah, yeah. She's uh. like, <laughs> Listen, Republicans right now are dealing with two things that are making it harder for them to stand up to the president and grow a pair, which is one, they have a base that 80 percent of okay, them are behind Trump. You know what Trump. I said? We don't say unprecedented. Grow a pair is not saying we're saying here. We're not, we're not using grow okay. a pair because last I checked, when you kick someone into where you grow a pair, they start crying. So grow <laughs> a pair, like move on on that one. Well, at this point, Republicans <laughs> still need to develop that backbone where they are able backbone to say. Backbone works. Where they're able to say, listen. <laughs> he should have said, stop being a post. <laughs> what, what is her beef? I don't understand. I don't know. She just Grow didn't... a pair offended her. Yeah, wow. She doesn't like really? that one for some reason. Oh, yeah. What else you got? <laughs> so these bronies, these fans of My Little Pony, they're called bronies. They, you think they would get like a little bit of respect here and there, but not even. This guy did a story about them in Rhode Island, and he just laughed at them throughout the whole story. All right, new on the night team tonight. They are so called bronies, and they're gathering in Baltimore tonight for the annual BronyCon. Fans of My Little Pony <laughs> have been gathering to celebrate every year since 2011. The convention attracts thousands of people of all ages, as you can see, who go to attend the Brony Palooza concert. And oh. they meet many of the voice actors and writers from the show. This Saturday night, Princess Twilight Sparkle is inviting everyone to the Masquerade Charity Gala Balls. Wow. Ball to waltz the night away. Time now to check Mark's updated Storm Team 10 forecast. You didn't like the. Uh... I, I have no idea what the relevance <laughs> of that story you just read was. What the heck was that? Uh, there wow. takes all types, right? Absolutely. Bronies. What? These poor bronies. I can't yeah. get any respect. Yeah, you're laughing at them too, Jamie. I'm laughing because I know how bad they want to be respected and stuff, and they just, ah, whatever. Oh, oh. Shut up. Leanne, hi. You're on the line. <laughs> oh, hey, Howard. How are you? Hi. Um, I just wanted to give my two cents about Michael Rappaport. Okay. 
love him. Love him on your show. I'm the biggest fan ever. I think he's radio gold. But my friends got tickets in Rhode Island for my birthday to see him do stand up, and it was horrible. <laughs> Hor- so, and I hate to put him under the bus, but it was so painful to watch him. It hurt. All right, there you so, go. There's wow, I didn't even I, know he did stand. I didn't either. I talked to Michael about. I said, "Do you do stand up?" And he said, "It's more of his thoughts and rants." I oh, see. Yeah. So it's it not stand up. Right. He was nervous. <laughs> he was nervous. There was a very, he was very nervous. But there was a comedian on before him named Shane Gillis, who was amazing. He nailed it. All right, so good enough, right. Leanne. All right, we know yeah. to avoid that. Show. Uh, Michael, take that note. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. <laughs> Let's go to. Hmm. Oh, now he comes in. All right, here's Sarah who wants to talk about Brent. Go ahead, Sarah. Oh, hi. Uh, this is Sarah, and I just wanted to say that I do love listening to Brent. There you go. But he is his stories are revolting. <laughs> yeah, but that's what's so great about them. Yeah, that's what's so great. It's the only segment of the show I have to turn down when my kids are in the car. All right, real good. Big, wet, sloppy pussy. Right, yeah, thank you. That, those. Those things. Thank All right, you. gotcha, Sarah. Hey, uh, can I smell your sweaty beef? Uh, Bobo, go ahead. You're on the air. <laughs> yeah, hey now, Howard. How you doing? Right. I've got an easy game to play. What celebrities have their own hair and celebrities who have hair transplants? I'll give you some, a bunch of them, okay? Yeah, but you don't know the answer. Yes, I do. How do you, what are you, where are you basing this? In other words, you're going to probably slander somebody yeah, and say, hire a lawyer, Bobo. Research on social media. It's all there. Social it's media. There. So, in other words, people have admitted that they have transplants. Yes. Yes. Oh, these are people who admitted it themselves. Yes. That they have and a hair. And they're transplant. wearing, or it's they're wearing hair yes, pieces. Now, Bobo, when you say it's on there, have. listen to me carefully. Yes. When you say someone, it's on there, they admitted it themselves. Or are people outing them? No, no, people are outing them. No, 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 not like that. Like, I'll give you an example. Elton John, we all know back in the day, all right? right. I gave you that one away, right? Well, yeah, John is that. known for wearing a toupee. I, exactly. So it's, it's But like he also that. had hair transplants. Right. So what's yeah, the, the hair transplant. All right, all right, I'll play your game. Who cares? Go ahead. What is it? Uh, all right. All right, Kevin Costner or Steve Martin? Or Steve Martin what? <laughs> uh, who has the head to I got to get out of it. Don't, don't play this game. No, I'm not playing it. No, I, I think either answer is. First of all, no, it's Kevin Costner. Jesus. Right. <laughs> well, Robin's having fun. Uh. All right. All right. So, do we win something? What do we yeah, get? Adam, do I get Adam to hang Sandler. up on you? Yeah, we get to never talk no, no, to no, Bobo. Again. Adam Sandler. Or Tom Hanks. <laughs> I don't think either of them. Tom have Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks. Robin says. Tom Hanks. Yep. Yeah. Yes, he had a transplant. <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, Gordon, Gordon Ramsay or Lenny Kravitz. All right. Listen. Can I go? Guess who didn't have a brain transplant? <laughs> oh, hey, Bubble Puppet. Me. Yeah. Bubble Puppet. What do you think of this game? I, I I had to get on the air today. I was I was very depressed. My my, my scabs were turning whoa. <laughs> How's the scabs on your head? My my head is almost healed. All right, good. All right, I got to go. Thanks for the game. Right, Christian Bale, Chris Martin. Oh my god. <laughs> Christian Bale or Chris Martin? Robin, you seem to be an expert. You seem to want to play. I think Christian Bale has a full head of hair. That's correct. That's <laughs> correct. All right. I, I Hang up the phone. 
on Bobo. Hey now, how are you doing there, buddy? Give a dial tone. Are you kidding me? To this bold asshole. Hey, fucking asshole. I'd rather listen. When someone else calls in, it's not the same dynamic. The two men fisted. And more dumb questions. My question today in green. Bobo. Hi, Robin. Uh, guess uh, which celebrities had a gay experience, according to some people on social media. Let's see if you can get this right. Yeah, Marianne. How would I call Covino and Rich yesterday? Because you must go to L.A. and see the studios. And I told them to put rose petals down and blow out with all the signs. There wasn't a sign when I went last year. What is she saying? Studio. And she wants you, you to, have go to go to L.A. You oh. have to, Howard. All right. I'm, I'm, well, I, I think I'm going. Come on. You're going, Howard. I wish I could take the train to come and see you. I told him to. Oh, my God. Wow. She's fired up. Fired up. Wow. All right. Well, I had enough. <laughs> enough of you guys. Enough of the show. Everything. I want to get to news. Right, Robin? Right. Yeah. My goodness. What, a, what an active morning we've had. A lot of fighting, too. <laughs> All fighting. Very upsetting. All right. I tell you what, I'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the news right after these words. And I'm George Takei. Oh, sorry. I've been in TV, films, and even...